You want to kick this one off, Dane? Yeah, uh, we're back, man. This is episode two of the Team Spring podcast. And uh, we're recording live, not live, but we're in a, a new place today. Yeah, new studio. I think we're trying new studio maybe every episode. Yeah, I mean, I think we could probably say like where we are, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. We're in the lair. We're in the lair. Okay, we're in the lair. We're in, uh, yeah. We're getting some special access today to some cool places, and uh, hopefully it's going to give us some access to some some cool people to interview. Mm-hmm. Um, up later, we're going to have an interview with Blender, who's a really prolific producer who's been around for longer than we have mm-hmm. and has a lot to show for it, and I think he's going to be a really interesting uh, interview to have because... <laughs> You know he's he's made it. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, he he comes from the old school. Yeah, but he's still very I mean, much active right now. Too. Definitely, I know he's working on a lot of projects. So, and he has a whole like DJ backstory. And you know, mm. for, for you know, for ten years he was a touring DJ, which is that's crazy, really, really badass to like see where he is now and how he found his sound and how he found his artistry. It's pretty cool. Right on. And we might have our boy King Henry back on again, I think, as well. Yeah, King Henry knows him really well, so I feel like he'll be a better, you know, person to ask the really tough, not tough questions, but like the more, you know, questions that'll get to something more than we would just kind of general questions. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. So uh, if you guys are listening to this, this is our second episode and uh, we recorded the first one before we even said anything on Twitter or anything. So, you know, if you're listening, um, we tweeted out, you know, who would you want to hear on the podcast? And we got a lot of cool responses. And, uh, you know, now we're, we're kind of like getting our footing, getting our bearings. And it's it's coming it's coming into picture more. It's more, it feels more, a little, a little bit more like solid. So we're definitely going to take some of those advice. Who, who do we have? Like, who do they say they wanted to? Yeah. So uh, people were kind of asking about specific producers, specific collectives, you know, people that they want to hear from uh, and learn about. Um, Pedro Angelo or Angelo, <laughs> Angelo. <laughs> he 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 would like us to interview somebody from like PC Music, and he said or Nafi. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Nafi is actually a really sick collective out of Mexico City. Um, I've been listening to them for a long time. Um, I would love to interview some of those guys. I, there's a lot of artists on that roster that I I love what they're doing and. Uh, yeah, their music is very unique. So if you guys haven't checked out Nafi, it's uh, it's spelled N-A-A-F-I, and it's just an abbreviation. So check that out on SoundCloud because um, their collective is killing it. But yeah, we'll, we'll for sure reach out to them. Um, you know, like Dane said, we, we asked you guys for suggestions, so please keep them coming because there's a lot of crews and collectives out there. You know, Dane and I listen to so many collectives, but it's, it's hard to even remember, you know, some, some people because yeah. we listen to so much music. So, uh, yeah, please keep these suggestions coming. This is really cool. Yeah. And we still, um, you know, we still have the, the Gmail, the Team Supreme podcast at gmail.com. We'll start redirecting everybody to that. Uh, but we just kind of tweeted out a general question of who we wanted to hear from. I think some people said they wanted to like hear from Daddy Kev and John Wayne, who is way closer to us. Like in terms of our background, we can probably get them on, you know, relatively soon. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so I think even Kev reached out. He's yeah, down. Kev's down. <laughs> Kev's if, always down. If Kev's down, then we're on to something, you know? <laughs> then we're on to, and uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, with Daddy Kev, it's it's definitely going to be a little bit of talk about mastering when we get into that. So uh, if you guys are, are getting, you know, starting to learn about mastering, um, Kev is the guy that I really learned all my mastering techniques from. I think Dane, same, yeah, same, yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll, Every one of my albums is mastered by Kev, and I think probably you guys with, mm-hmm. with uh, Virtual Boy back in the day and yep. I know Henry even had his EP mastered with Kev also this most recent King Henry release which was on uh, Black, Butter Re- Black Butter Records which is a UK label mm-hmm. uh, but Kev mastered that he mastered you know all Flying Lotus's shit um, all so that banger stuff now I think he's working and he, on yeah he did yeah. the Kendrick uh, album I think Jesus. maybe not the album he did at least one song on the Kendrick album because he was nominated for a Grammy last year mm. So, uh, yeah, we'll just bring him in, have just stacked with heavy hitters, man. King yeah. Henry, Blender, Daddy Cat. Straight up. And I, I think, too, that, you know, like the more we, we get into these, it's, uh, it would be cool if we could pull up some Ableton sessions and really dive into, you know, um, so what it looks like in, in Ableton. Um, and that's something that we're actually working on. I've been talking to Dane about setting up some sort of video content to be able to showcase ses- sessions and really dive deep into the technicalities behind things. So that would be really cool. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Not for a little while. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's well, in the to works. be honest with you guys, we recorded the first episode and it was cool. Like we watched the video and we're like, this is cool, but we just we didn't really have a plan for the video, so we just kinda left the camera there for an hour. And we just thought we could probably come up with something more interesting than that. So in the future we'll have a full on, I think, you know, hopefully we'll have a full on integrated video thing with mm-hmm. being able to pull up Ableton sessions also. Um, but right now I think the podcast is a pretty unique thing that we can just kind of focus on as just audio. And then hopefully with video in the, in the future. But yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, less formally, what are we doing right now? We're pre-gaming for the Super Bowl. So. Hey. <laughs> yes, we are. I forgot where we were. <laughs> Upstairs, there's a party going on, but me and Preston decided to, uh, you know, this was important to us. So yep. we're gonna do this. Um, yeah. What, <laughs> what do you? Uh, what are you drinking for the game? What's your drink of choice, Dane? Coors Light, obviously. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> um, Preston's I, sipping on some some weird shit. What are you eating? Yeah, I had to buy. I stopped by Bevmo and got some Estrella uh, from Jalisco. It's a Mexican beer. If you guys have never had Estrella, um, there's another Estrella beer, but it's from Spain. This one is specifically from Jalisco, Mexico. They sell it at Bevmo. It's it's honestly it's my favorite beer. It's, really? Yeah, it's fuego. It's right. insane. I'll so try it. <laughs> definitely try out Estrella if you uh, if you get a chance. I, I think you I'm might have try to. It. I'm gonna get a chance in like an hour, dude. Yeah, no more Coors Light <laughs> for you. <laughs> Be the end of that. I just brought. I I literally brought a 30 pack of Coors Light and an open bottle of Svedka. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Wait. We should probably talk about what the uh, what the rules are for the the chug contest because there's like a little bit of a chug uh, yeah. contest going on. Not today. chug contest. It's not like, a contest. Like a drinking game. A little drinking game of sorts, but it's very see. it's extremely well thought out. Dane kind of got it together. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see what we got here. There's some good uh, some <laughs> good right. rules. Chug chug if Deflate Gate is mentioned. Um, Lady Gaga does some political shit. <laughs> Touchdown, obviously interception. <laughs> Uh, any I Got Bars reference? If you guys don't know about I Got Bars, oh, um, oh man! If if there's anything I want to c- accomplish with this podcast, it's to teach you about I Got Bars. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I Got Bars is just this white kid on Instagram who's like, he's just he dances he dances his ass off, and 
he just there's something mesmerizing about it. Yeah, we're we're trying to learn from him so actually right yeah, now. Yeah, we're trying to get his moves down, and it happens a lot, especially when alcohol is involved. <laughs> so that's part of our drinking game. If anyone accidentally busts it out without thinking, they, you have to drink. Um, field goals, Bud Light slash Doritos commercials, an overly American car commercial. Oh, because those are like cringy. Wow. Um, someone takes a smoke break. Someone goes outside and smokes, then everyone has to drink. <laughs> oh, um, shots. Okay, so shots. That was the chug ones. <laughs> <laughs> For shots, uh, Tom Brady, like, touchdown, like, if he actually runs it in. Trump in quotes, so just Trump. <laughs> That's like if anybody says the word Trump it's or what? Just, it's just open to interpretation. <laughs> okay, so if we see a photo of him. Just if something happens right where it's very Trump, it's just, okay, <laughs> shot. Got it. Um, missed field goal. Two point conversion, and if Henry yells, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. so when Henry yells, we have to take a shot. Henry, the, the more drunk he gets, he will be yelling. <laughs> he likes to yell at the TV, but yeah, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be good. This will be tight to like do a. I've heard Bill Burr do his podcast where he like he was about to go to a game and he did half the podcast ahead of time <laughs> and then half the podcast like afterwards and he's like blackout drunk. <laughs> oh it's my so lord! Funny. I don't think we're at that level yet, but no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, so who are you rooting for today? I don't know, man. I guess Falcons. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Me neither. I kind of like jumped on the Patriot hater wagon, you know? Yeah. Just because. I I mean, I have no real reason, but I like the Seahawks. They're my team. And uh, the Falcons beat the Seahawks out of the playoffs, which makes me kind of like salty towards them. But I mean, it's like... Falcons or Patriots, so I'm gonna go with Falcons. Yeah, I think I'm. I might go with Falcons. I honestly don't really care, but we have a producer friend named Falcons, so I'm gonna go with Falcons. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. A good uh, reason, I guess. Yeah, Graham would be proud. <laughs> this is for you, Falcons. I wonder if he's rooting for me for the Falcons. <laughs> he has to. Come on, we should get him on the phone. <laughs> Well, before we get too sidetracked, let's circle back to some music stuff going on. I know, Dane, I know you got an EP on the way, and uh, we're sitting here listening to some of the tracks, and man, there's some new horns that you got on this new track that are insanely fire. Yeah, man. Actually, I should just play it. Um, yeah, so I'm working on an EP with this dude, Noah. He's a singer. Um, he's got a track. He's got like at least one pretty big track that you might have heard of, like the... Uh, they sampled, I think he took a beat from Evil Needle, the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory beat. This mm. is just kind of some backstory on him, but it's like the, uh, it's called Airport Bar. Oh, yeah. Um, it's pretty dope. So, yeah, we have like an EP together, and uh, I was just playing for Preston, This these live horns I got on there by this dude, Zion, who's like dope-ass producer and dope horn player. Mm -hmm. So actually, let me just play a little snippet for you. Yeah, shouts out Zion Garcia. He's a uh, he's a dip. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this, but D Dane and I actually teach at a production school called Icon Collective. Did we mention that in episode one? Okay, so we can probably mention it right now. We teach at a at a, at a production school in Burbank called Icon Collective, and uh, this is one of our students actually. His name's Zion Garcia. Um, graduated last semester. Um, this guy is crazy. Definitely be watching out for uh, his productions. Um, He's an insane horn player and producer, so. Yeah, I just basically texted him out of the blue, like, hey, man, can you throw some horns on stuff? And he sent me, like, 46 stems, I think 45 or 46 stems. Um, you know, he did sax, 
He did like four part harmonies on trumpet. He just like busted it out just because I asked. Like That's he didn't, crazy. he didn't ever, he never said like, Hey, what's the deal with this? He just like loves making music and he did it. So obviously like that goes a long way. Just being able to just kind of bust stuff out that fast. So let me play that for you. Yeah. Let's hear this. Life was but a dream and then we woke up So crushed thinking this could work but But I'm tired of being with you With you I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired of being with you With you With you Yeah, man. Oh, yes. That is definitely not contact. Yeah. That's, uh, that is definitely not contact horns. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you just, you can tell when you hear it, man. It's it, like, it got swag. It's got swag. So, oh, how did you go about doing this? Did you, did you just like tell him to lace you up with horns or like, how did that go about? I sent him the track with, I did some horns like on contact. Okay. And then I sent him what I had. And basically said, like, can you do this? And then just maybe, like, freestyle some stuff. Gotcha. So he did both. You That's know, he cool. He sent me, like, half the stuff he sent me was what I had kind of, like, laid out for him. And then half the stuff was just, like, freestyle that he did. But, nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. Hell yeah. That's yeah. crazy. All right. So I think maybe we'll just take a little break and we'll find, we'll find and try, try and find Blender. Uh, he just walked in to grab his computer. So I'm going <laughs> to see what he's doing. <laughs> The legend is here. Hey, Blender is in the building. What's up? What's what up? up? Wait, we need Henry, Hello. but we'll keep talking without him. No, no, we can talk without him. That's okay. We're all, we'll put we're this on. a little closer to you because I don't know why. but Because I'm speaking it, so quiet. I don't know. Hopefully, it hears all of this. What's I mean, up? I think Henry should ask you questions because yeah. he knows you better. But, yeah, you but what's up, Blender? I'm already recording, so this is it. You're famous now. I'm sliding. <laughs> You're more famous now. <laughs> Henry, what should we ask for? Hello? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, okay. Super um, Bowl, huh? Yeah, Super Bowl. Today's the wow. Super Bowl. Did you guys talk about Super Bowl yet? Oh, yeah. We talked about our drinking game. We, we laid it okay, all tight. out for sure. We said um, if you yell, we have to drink, which is pretty cool. Woo! Pretty common. <laughs> <That a yell. laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, a game. Yeah, it's a board upstairs. Um, <laughs> Okay, what, so is, is this your first Super Bowl in America? I'm very excited, yeah. Is it Apparently, really? Yeah. Nice. It is. I'm having all these first-time experiences in Thanksgiving. America. Thanksgiving was big, yeah. Super wow. Bowl, come on. Yeah. So Wait. how long have you been here? Like, when's the first time you moved here officially? First time I came to LA? Yeah, I mean... That's about three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But he doesn't live here. Are you a fan of football? American football, um, I should specify. Nah, American football is probably the least, but in general, I don't really follow sports at all. Oh, okay. Probably one of the few Jones that I'm not into soccer at all. I don't care. Straight music? 
Um, no, I mean, I'm interested in all kinds of shit, just <laughs> following sports on TV and watching a team never, I don't know, something went wrong in my childhood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, well, maybe, uh, so just to, to um, so no one, maybe you don't know who Blender is, but he's a legend in the streets. Um, yeah. <laughs> he is, man. Blender, uh, Blender made cold water uh, with myself oh, in West. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do you make though before that? Before that, there's a song called Lean On, International Smash. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a major laser featuring Mo. Um, yeah, so Blender was a part of that record, um, which is obviously a big song. And uh, yeah, is a, is a reggae dude from Hamburg, which probably when I first heard that, I was like, that makes no sense. But maybe, yeah, so what, how, what, why is reggae so big in Germany? Or is it? I mean, it's not big, big. It's totally like a subgenre, like a underground niche culture. But it's happening. It's always been happening since the eighties, when like Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and all these guys had like worldwide hits. They were always touring Germany, and since then there was an underground culture, like mm. bands and DJs and artists, and but it's super small. Is it bigger than America though? I feel like there's no reggae culture would, in America. I feel like there's a lot. I mean, you can't say America. Not here, LA. Sorry. LA, there's LA. nothing, Dude, right? When we, when we went San to the Echoplex, remember we played the Echo upstairs for Team Supreme, and there happened to be like a reggae show downstairs. Oh, and yeah. And it was sold the fuck out. And I was like, what? It was huge, dude. That's true. Yeah, like, I mean, there's this, there's this white alternative hippie reggae scene <laughs> in California, right? Yeah. That's probably go. happening in LA too. Yeah. But if you look at New York or Miami, there's a huge reggae dance hall scene. Miami, true. Miami's popping mm -hmm. um, dance hall scene. Um, yeah. So how did you meet uh, Wes, aka Diplo? Um, I actually, the first time I met him, I, the, the classical thing, I gave him flash drive with like my first <laughs> kind of major laser-ish music on. That's probably like six years ago or something. <laughs> he probably never even listened to that, like didn't care. It was just one kid at some party after the show. And Wait, we well, spoke, that you, just, you were just a fan. You just that was in Berlin, yeah. In Berlin? Oh, yeah. Shit. It was like, it was the after show party for when he did this Bailefunk documentary, mm -hmm. this movie. That had a premiere show and there was an after show party. So after that, I talked to him for a while. And then, like, I don't know, probably a year later or something, I was always doing these bootleg reggae remixes of pop songs, like a Rihanna song or Bruno Mars song. You gotta play one of those. Dude, we have to pull those up. <laughs> I've been playing those for people and, like, everyone just loses their shit. It's so tight. Um, I can just go on YouTube, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Most of that shit gets deleted now. More and more. Like every two months, one, one disappears. Yeah, which one should I play? The Rihanna one. What's your favorite? What's your favorite remix you've done? The Drunken Love one was fucking uh, amazing. Uh, you the one. I like that one. You the one. Yeah. I like the beat. Yeah. <laughs> This is the one that always... 
Everything goes off, too. I don't get to use this. You don't get to make this anymore, man. Yeah, you so, should. Yeah, so um, Blender's a master, reggae master. Master um, them horns. <laughs> you said that was all plug-in horns? Yeah. That's crazy. How do yeah. you get that articulation? In yeah, there's this one company, Sample Modeling. They make library, like se se separate horns, all kinds of horns. And you can really like modulate everything like with media automation. That's crazy. So do you you just can like do and breath and attack and whatever, I don't know. Crazy. Do you just go in yeah. there and make it sound just as real as possible? Well, yeah, I kind of try to. I don't know. I used to. I learned. I played saxophone for a while, so I kind of know how how you breath and how oh, you shit. actually blow. That's cool. So, yeah, you play it on the keyboard and then you just edit the automation. That's um, cool. Very cool. So, so yeah, you you had putting you've been putting these remixes out, and Wes heard them or what? Yeah, he was touring Hawaii at that point, probably yeah, what five years ago from now. Um, and those remixes of Hawaii, obviously, is an island, right? They, they love reggae. Eat that just shit up. Like, <laughs> yeah, Bruno Mars being a guy from Hawaii. So all these Liriana and Bruno Mars remixes were on rotation on, on Hawaiian radio. And he heard them all the time when he was driving in the car and asked, like, the driver or DJ homie or someone, I don't know. He asked someone who made all these remixes and where they're coming from. They were like, oh, yeah, this guy, Blender from Germany. I don't know, man, he's dope, man. Whatever, I don't know. I wasn't there, right? But something like that. And then he remembered that he met me like a, a year ago. And then he hit me up and we just started working on one remix. It was um, Hot Chip, a band mm. from England. I love Hot Chip. Made a remix for them. And then after that, an actual Bruno Mars remix, like an official one. And then from then we just started working more and more. Dope. And Lean On, a little known fact, Lean On was a reggae song in the initial Oh, form. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. The, <laughs> the very first version is like mad slow. It's 65 BPM or something, super slow reggae beat. 
I made like somewhere in Trinidad on the beach, basically. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if we tried to play that, the podcast gets shut down. <laughs> no, no other versions of William. It, yeah. it was on the internet for a while. I don't know. Someone leaked oh, it. Oh, shit. Maybe you can find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool to hear you guys' like first versions of things. Like the, what's it called, version of? Cold Water too, man. Oh, my God. The one I did with Henry. It's crazy, man. We always go to five to ten different versions. Yeah. yeah. Is that normal? Songs. Like five to ten for us, tracks? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I can. I don't know numbers. Sometimes um, it might only be two or three, but okay. definitely like yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, all night. All night. Insane. Yeah. Well, it's even like cold water. So the the reggae remix that officially got released, the release that was the King Henry Jr. Blender remix, was actually like the ver- third version of the actual song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually think this other one. We, I feel like we made it almost a year ago now because it was. I remember we did that Grammy weekend. Yeah. And we just got super high, and we we're like, "Fuck it, let's do a reggae version." <laughs> and I think it was played it for Wes, and he was just like, "Oh my god, you guys, no!" <laughs> but like that could have been the real. That was we version. thought for a minute it might be the real version. Could have been like if we, we always want new <laughs> song like um um uh, get by if, um, get, no, free. get free get free for Laser. Yeah. Well, like Bieber, a, a slow reggae song. There's, there's no follow up. Yeah. Bieber had dreads, right? So like it's uh, maybe it's possible. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, Very cool. So wait, maybe since this is cool and I thought it was kind of interesting, I feel like no one in America. Oh, that's not true. I'm generalizing again. A lot of people probably don't know what a sound system is, and yeah. and what that culture is, and that it even exists. Because I had no idea what that was. You guys, do you know? Are you talking a about sound system? Like a sound clash? Like Kind of. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, so Jamaican, Jamaican sound system culture is a little different from American or like worldwide DJ culture. So usually, usually it's based like around an actual sound system. People used to have a PA mm. and was about like who has the dopest sound, right? Who has the actual coolest PA system that started like in the 60s or something. Yeah. And then Crazy. they obviously they had selectors, what they call selectors, the guy who selects the music, who also put the record on the table. But they weren't even called DJs most times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have one guy like that, and then one guy who talks on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Or like sometimes it's a team. Like it might be five people, ten people. There might be engineers and box boys and all that. It's like a huge, big like enterprise. The the big sounds in Jamaica, they employ twenty people or something. And they have several teams and several setups. So it's kind of like a collective yeah. of like creative it's, people and DJs. Yeah, usually. Yeah, it's not a collective though. It's definitely in Jamaica. It's always like the owner guy, uh-huh. like a businessman or yep. something who just owns that thing. Or yeah. it used to be like the actual engineer who built that thing. Hmm. So sometimes these guys were also producers or label owners or whatever. And then there's the guys who play the parties, who like the DJs and the MC guys. Then there's all these other kids like Box Boys and What's a Box yeah. Boy? Yep, someone who carries the speakers. And they're part of it? Yeah. They have a truck, they have a truck, they have drivers, they have a whole crew, like a big crew, engineers, people who drive somewhere, set it up, because like there's barely any clubs in Jamaica, it's mostly open open air right, kind right, of they the just yeah. uh, over the weekend they drive through like three cities with their truck and play in, in each city That's in the that's country. That's crazy. So but this exists in like Hamburg, right? Because you were part of a sound. That's the thing, yeah. I mean, that culture kind of translated or like got exported all over the world. But most times people don't actually own a sound system anymore because we have clubs everywhere else Mm -hmm. in the world, right? So it's just kind of a DJ team. It's still called the sound system Mm -hmm. in in reggae, but 
it's just a DJ and an MC usually. And it's very like, it's interactive. Like the MC talks a lot and wants to get the crowd involved and they pull up songs and like introduce the songs and all of that. Yeah. Like there's a lot of talking going on. So that was going on before like MC culture happened in like the US, right? Before like hip hop really started. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the MCing, yeah. yeah. That definitely is a part of like where like Africa Bambada and all these guys like mm -hmm how rap started came from the like just emceeing a party right mm -hmm. that went into like doing little nursery rhymes i mean you all know the story yeah, right yeah. so yeah that definitely was happening in jamaica in the 60s that's crazy like, that people Before. started talking on the microphone and that still happens even like i think the first time i like kind of experienced it is when we were in miami and we went to that walsh's yeah. dance hall party yeah and it's just in, like a big warehouse thing and i don't even know what part of miami but like all Jamaicans and like yeah the DJ gets up and the MC just is like literally yelling over the set oh, yeah. the it's whole like, time it's like clipping probably so you're kind of like at first <laughs> yeah. I was just like wait what but like it's part yeah. of the thing like the dude just is like yeah. riffing the whole time yeah it's fun sometimes even like the good MCs and turns it to like a mix between stand-up comedy and music yeah like yeah. sometimes they just stop the music and tell a joke for a minute <laughs> seriously like if you go to Jamaica or Brooklyn or even in Miami too Huh. Like they have a whole story and then they play that punchline of the song that is, is a whole joke about, about what he just said. Yeah, it's like when you see like Bruce Springsteen or something like they just tell a little story for yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, you definitely were heavily involved in that and then um, found yourself into your way into um, pop music basically via Lean On, right? Yeah. And now um, you just... Was Lean On your first... I mean, before Lena, what did, what, like, you're I mean, I was putting out underground reggae and dancehall music for like the last 10 years before that or something. I had my own little indie label in Germany. I was producing songs for other acts and for other labels a lot. But that's like all super underground, super ghetto. <clears throat> So you didn't have like a medium hit before Lean On, it just went? <laughs> not a, not a, well, yeah, some local hits, like I had a hit with this one guy in Portugal, like some reggae acts that had kind of had a little top 10 hit in their country or what's something. That um, he's called, um, what's his fucking name? You know the song? Richie name? Campbell. Richie mm. Campbell is his name. Okay. His, uh, yeah, the song was called, yeah, you, you'll have to find it, Richie Campbell. <laughs> um, I don't know, it wasn't like on some TV show down there. But, but nothing no, but not really. Like, I did some remixes for major labels and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. A little production here and but there, I mean, but with, not a hit. No, nothing with, like that. With like, uh, your, like through West and all that stuff, like nothing with him before yeah. that, before Lena. No, I mean, that was, we started working about, working closely about probably two years before Lena came out because it was a long process, like mm -hmm. writing that whole major laser album. That mm -hmm. was the first single that came out after a while, right? After the, mm -hmm. after the album before that. So yeah, that was the first song we put out together, really. Nice. Now you got Cold Water. Cold Water, there's a bunch. Light Run It Up, up Run Up, the current single. Yeah, Light It Up too. he did. So basically, you did like the last album with Wes, so. Well, there's there's two or three songs that I'm not involved in at all. Right. And then there's two or three more where, that I only touched a little bit. But yeah, most of them. And now heavily involved in the next album. Um, with you, with, with me, King Henry. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, Run Up just came out, which is the I didn't work on. Blender worked on with Wes, and it's the Party Next Door Nicki Minaj song um, that came out last week. That's kind of a, a record for the streets. It's 
like Afrobeat yeah. record. Um, and there's a lot more that will hopefully come out this year, but. But we cannot talk about that. <laughs> yeah. no, you, don't spill, you don't need to spill too many beans. No, but, yeah, <laughs> whatever, gotta, you're, whatever you're comfortable with. But yeah, mm-hmm. man, I mean, this is really interesting to hear. But yeah, for me, I just, I didn't know anything about that culture. Like, I grew up in New Mexico and live in LA. You really don't get to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've only seen it in Miami. Yeah, it's funny. That only really happens in, in like the big enclaves of like Jamaican, Jamaican yeah. people mm-hmm. that move there. That's Miami, New York, Toronto. Really. Right, right. Yeah, London is huge too. Yep. But London. that's, that's about it worldwide. Yeah, but LA kind of. LA yeah. sucks when it comes to. Yeah, I wish dance, dance parties culture. out here were yeah. like that. That sounds crazy. <clears throat> There's one. There's one party here, right? Tuesdays. Yeah, Pum Pum Tuesdays. Pum Pum Tuesdays. Pum Pum Tuesdays. It's basically a, a reggae it's, dance it's hall. It's kind of fun. Right. Yeah, it's almost authentic. Where is it? I don't know. Somewhere in Hollywood. I don't remember mm-hmm. the street or the club name. So there's a uh, a Jamaican restaurant that was very close to my heart that closed about a year ago. I don't know if you know about it, but it was called Coley's. Coley's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I had I had to bring up Coley's because oh yeah, it, it nearly broke my heart. It actually did break my heart. It was all right closed. only though. Like to be honest, I it, mean I liked it because it's the only thing up here. But and how authentic it was well, though, like okay. the people, the fuck, I don't know. Oh yeah, I love Coley's. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, I follow their Instagram, like, you can order it. Yeah, somehow. you can. Yeah. <laughs> you can do home delivery. Yeah, there's up. a couple of places further south, but that's just too far to drive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah, there really isn't any, I don't know, I feel like Coley's is the only spot. I hate but. to be the bringer of bad news, but I think Cha Cha Cha's is closing as well, which is another Caribbean spot. Yeah. Why are they closing? Unfortunately. No. Why? It's we gone. need more Caribbean food in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just try to every time I get drunk with Blender, I try to convince him to start DJing again. <laughs> I want him to play like a Team Supreme show or something. Oh my god, be so sick! People lose their shit. Yeah, <laughs> I need to Maybe buy our own what's sound your, system. What's your sound system up. called? Supersonic. Supersonic sound from Berlin. Yeah. Super- so, I mean, How many people are oh, involved? I, so I joined well, we were about five, six people okay. at the time. Um, I joined them. They were founded in '98 in Berlin, and then I joined them like in 2006. And yeah, played a lot with them, DJed a lot with them for about, what, seven years, eight years. Damn. Crazy. Do you think you'll do it again sometime? Like for fun? I mean, not really. <laughs> like the thing is... Once you see the other side, yeah, bro, yeah. you never I go mean, back. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going like drunk DJ some yeah, house yeah, parties yeah. or would you, something, would you some after show like, parties. Play, but like, the Echoplex with us or something? Uh, like, no. That's, that's <laughs> house parties only. Just house parties. Just house parties. We'll do like a warehouse party or something. Now, the thing is, I always, you have to kind of, like, I always wanted to be good at it, right? So I kind of lost touch with the current reggae and dancehall scene. So I couldn't even, like, properly do what I, like, do it as good as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's, I tried a couple of times because I, st- I kind of made the decision to quit that about three years ago when production really demanded so much time. And I tried a couple of times to, like, play a little bit at the anniversary party or something, but just it didn't feel good. But I think there's a whole like other group of people that would just love to watch you play your shit like 100 percent original. You know, I would love to see that. <laughs> True. All the remixes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we all I mean, will. We will all pray for that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, YouTube still got them for now. <laughs> Until copyright law gets worse. Random people yeah. put up his shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But that. I don't know. Yeah. You got to get him on a King Henry collab. <laughs> we did, we did, we did the Cold Water, official Cold Water remix. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. all right. Maybe we'll do an official remix. And for... I mean, we have Cold Water kind of yeah, yeah, collab well. already. Mm. 
which apparently now I'm supposed to play live at Aaron Style. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. doom, doom, so if this comes doom. out before that, uh, King Henry is going to be hopefully playing live Cold Water with Mo uh, yeah. at Aaron Style in LA if you're, if you're around. So mm-hmm. Buy a ticket just to see that. Yeah. I, I would buy a ticket just to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that and Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, I mean uh, YG. Oh, uh, YG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's blunder. Check him out. Yeah. He's the homie. He's the man. Hamburg's finest. He's taught me a lot about fucking different music cultures I didn't know about and uh, some interesting German cuisine I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, and, sausages. Uh, some spliff techniques. You know? Spliff, how to roll a good spliff. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, thanks Thank for coming through, Blair. Thank you. Vielen Dank. Gern geschehen. Oh, shit. <laughs> we forgot to have him say German shit, but I guess we got it. <laughs> yeah. That's all I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, hello. Hello. So that was Blender. <laughs> that was Blender. He's the man. That was really interesting. I had no idea about uh, about how knowledgeable he was about Jamaican culture and, and their music as well. Yeah. You can tell from hearing his beats, though. It sounds like authentic Jamaican music. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like I would literally sit at Coley's, the uh, Jamaican restaurant I've been talking about, and like they would play all of the latest like underground dance hall beats. Mm. And uh yeah, man, some of that stuff is crazy. I think we might have to buy a sound system and set up our own sound system. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blender is like an, a well of like just knowledge of, about music because he's he's just a he's a he's a, like what's it called? He's a, a true like music music nerd like we are. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I mean, more than we are. He's he sits it sits in like and produces for you know eight hours a day like at least. Yeah. He's, he's real. He's the real one. Yep. So, uh, you know, that's what it takes. That's what it takes to yeah. do this stuff, man. Yeah, you got to love it. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to sit here for eight hours a day and do like 10 versions of the same song mm-hmm. is like, that takes patience and it takes, uh, yeah, it it takes just the dedication yeah. to get it done and, and a love for it too. You got to be able to sit through that. You and know? persistence, man. Like he said, he's been, he was doing that for six years DJing and like he gave Diplo a, a flash drive as a fan and, and then... Wes, you know, heard it mm-hmm. again, heard a remix in a cab and like already remembered his hearing his stuff. Like that's yeah. a pretty inspiring story, man. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, if you ever feel discouraged to bring a USB to give to somebody, <laughs> don't don't feel discouraged. Just do it. Blender, yeah. Blender be out there doing it. So <laughs> That's yeah. how I did it too, man. That's what I gave to Kev. I just gave him like a, a USB, him and Elvin. Oh, hell yeah. At Low in Theory, so... I think I gave Kev a USB a long time ago, but then he texted me that it was empty. So just make sure, double check that you you upload all the files correctly. <laughs> yeah, I would say these days, you know, get the USB together, but make it look nice. You know, like get some like, I don't know, some sort of like artwork in there. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you got good shit, like it'll it'll rise to the top, like the cream rises. So it's For like, sure. It's not going to be, I don't know. I think I think everyone has an equal amount of like a fair shot obviously like if you're living in la and you have like more shows to go to 
more artists to collaborate with, you probably have a you know more influence and mm-hmm. more maybe a little bit more like of a you know unfair advantage. But you know, Jemba's from like Andrew's from Iowa, and he was writing that shit in Iowa. So mm-hmm. it's like there's no rules to this stuff, you know. Like, exactly. Yeah. And if you are in LA and you want to hook us up maybe with some of your beats, come on through to the Team Supreme show February 28th at the Echo. We're doing a Throwback Tuesday show. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like we mentioned before, we're going to be doing a Pass the Ox right before the show, which means if you show up at the very beginning of the show, you're going to be able to uh, actually play your music on the sound system yeah. if you want to come through and bring a beat. <clears throat> But yeah, like we said, if you want to want to bring a USB as well, we we're super open to like listening to everybody's music. So please, if you want to hook us up with your music, please come through and do so. Yes, please. And uh, we're gonna turn that past the ox. That's actually gonna be one of our episodes for this podcast. So if you guys want to come through, Yee. play your beats through the sound system. Um, what time do they, should they get there? You think? I, I feel like nine, eight thirty nine. Eight thirty. Get there early. Yeah, so come through. Uh, just like if you came to our show uh, at the El Rey, it's similar to that. I mean, it'll be exactly like that. So we'll just play the music. We'll have a list. Everyone that wants to play beats, you know, play us your original stuff. And we're just going to record the whole thing. And then that'll be one of our episodes for this podcast. So everyone can listen back to this and, you know, hear us. Mm-hmm you know, jamming. So. Yeah. And don't be shy. Even if you feel like you have just like some rough beats, like bring them through. Like we love to hear people's work, you know, it doesn't have to be fully developed. So just come through and play your slaps on the sound system. For sure. I think we'll have free pizza too. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'll be an N64 outside this time, I think, which is crazy. I'll yeah. be whooping everybody in Smash. So <laughs> I'll, I'll be whooping everybody apart. For, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you guys come to the Team Supreme show, just just make sure you brush up on your Super Smash Brothers skills, because like you're gonna get slapped if you don't. It's gonna, <laughs> it's just gonna happen. And if you suck at it, you can talk to me because I suck <laughs> at it. So we can, uh, we can just be sad in the corner and watch <laughs> and just drink our <laughs> our sadness away. I just play with, I play with Kirby, which I know is like a bitch move. Like that's like every beginner player ever plays with Kirby. No, right? I play with Kirby too. Really? Oh I bet yeah. You, I bet you destroy with Kirby. <laughs> It's all good. It's Every all time good. I play with Kirby, they're like, of course. Like, like <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, I, you know, uh, I think the the most annoying person to go up against has got to be Zekomo. Oh, dude, it's, he kills it. I can't even play against him. I get too pissed. It's like, mm. it's, uh, yeah, it's not and fair. And he's so nice about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest part. He's like, hey, man, you did great. <laughs> he just fucking killed you. Yeah, it's Zekomo. Damn you, Zekomo. I will <laughs> Yo, take you down at the Team Supreme show. Zekomo, also another possible guest, because that would be tight to have For him sure, yeah. for sure. I think people mentioned him, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people shouted out us, you know, inviting some selection guests. So yes. we'll definitely reach out Best, to them. Uh, they're they're yeah. around. Hell yeah. For sure. And uh, also, I think somebody asked last uh, last week about Alice in Wonderland Cypher, if that was going to possibly go down. And it is going down. So we're going to have Alice in Wonderland this week curating a special edition Team Supreme Cypher, so watch out for that. The rules and samples will be posted. Yep. Um, and that's going to be an amazing cypher, yeah. So. Yeah, and we're actually going to be like doing a special thing this month. We're going to have Alice in Wonderlands as a special edition, and uh, then we're also going to have Volume 1... What is it? 140? Yeah, 140. 140 um, as well. So we're going to have double the uh, double the chances to, you know, Do try, some, month, try yeah. a beat. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to definitely try both for sure. So. Hell yeah. Hopefully you guys will um, look out for that on Facebook and Twitter and wherever you follow us. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, 
Glad we got Blender in here. We were just gonna play sound effects of a Blender if he didn't want to come through. So I'm I'm so stoked that he came through. No, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a good interview. And um, also just one more time, if you want to email us, the Team Supreme Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're gonna respond directly to those once we you know announce. We still haven't announced this podcast, but uh, once we do, uh, that'll be the direct way to just email us questions for this. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Team's 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 team